<laughs> hey now, what up though? It's Jay Scott Smith here, the host of the People's Podcast, JSC Radio. And you might be wondering why I call it the People's Podcast. Well, I've got a brand new reason for me to call it the People's Podcast because I'm putting the future of this show into your hands. This show is now on Patreon. And what Patreon is, it's going to help you the JSC Radio listener, the JSC Radio follower and fan contribute to the show in whatever way you see fit. That's right, looking for people to help keep this show moving. Whether you want to donate $1 an episode, hell, $1 a month for $5 per episode, I'll shout you out on this show and you'll even be able to vote on exclusive polls and exclusive half episodes that's right jsc exclusives you'll get to hear those half episodes before anyone else for ten dollars or more per episode now it gets fun because you get to be a sponsor on this show you got a business you want me to talk about it i want you to sponsor my show for ten dollars hit me up send me the script i'm putting you over plus you get all the other cool stuff that comes with it $25 an episode, same thing applies, except this time you will become an official segment sponsor. Do you want a segment of this show sponsored by your business? Of course you do. That's why you want to hit me up on Patreon. For more information on how to become a sponsor of JSC Radio, go to patreon.com slash JSC Radio. Patreon.com slash JSC Radio, and you can truly help this become the People's Podcast. This is JSC Radio. Popo to the Who's, he was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then the Who's down in Whoville will all cry, Boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. He paused. And the Grinch put a hand to his ear. And he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low. Then it started to grow. Sound sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. And the Grinch with his Grinch feet, ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes or bags. He puzzled and 
fast till his puzzle was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Check it out. This is JSC Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Hey now. How is everyone doing? My name is J. Scott Smith, and this is episode 25 of the People's Podcast, JSC Radio. The Christmas episode. Yes, sir. First and foremost, want to thank each and every one of you who joins me every time I put one of these episodes up. If you want to support the show, especially going into 2017, we've got some big plans for this thing. Be sure to support. Get on the ground floor now at patreon.com slash JSC Radio. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at J. Scott Smith. On Instagram, at J. Scott Smith. On Snapchat, at J. Scott Smith. And, of course, you can listen to the show on iTunes. Be sure to, you know, drop a five-star rating, give me a little review, let's get those numbers up, as well as on Stitcher Radio and, of course, on the mothership, SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash JSC Radio. So, all right, this is the Christmas episode. And, yes, I say Christmas, and I'm going to explain why I insist on saying Christmas, and you might be a little surprised by this. I am a big Christmas guy. I am. This is my favorite time of the year. And as you heard at the start of the show, I'm I'm nostalgic for Christmas. It's a thing with me. And as I've gotten older, it's like the the idea of Christmas and what Christmas is has changed. Of course, yes, it's about getting gifts. That's that that's always what it's about. But the older you get, the more you realize that It's a holiday that's about family. It's going to be a shorter episode, but it's something you want to get out there for this Christmas season. And I'm one of those people where Christmas to me has always been about family. Even when I was a kid and it was about gifts. And everybody's got a wild Christmas memory. Everybody's got a favorite Christmas moment or a Christmas song or a Christmas anything. My all-time favorite Christmas moment had to be Christmas 1987. And somewhere in my parents' house... There's a picture of me in my pajamas on Christmas morning, 1987, in Detroit. And I'm holding over my head the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, the big long box for the NES. I'm holding it over my head like the Stanley Cup. That was probably the greatest Christmas gift I ever received. I'm still waiting on something to top that feeling of euphoria I had when I saw that NES come out from underneath that wrapping paper. Man, listen, we all got it. It don't make a difference if you're 7 years old or 17 or 27 or 37 or 57. There's something about Christmas that does it for you. There's something about the holiday itself that does it for you. It's something about the run-up 
to the holiday that does it for you. And in a year like what we've had, where every possible thing you can think of has just been outrageously bad, everything you can think of has gone wrong, Christmas is that one thing you can kind of retreat to. It's the one thing I'm going to retreat to. I'm retreating back to Detroit as soon as I get this episode finished to go see my family and see some of my people back in Michigan. But I think about what Christmas is. And yes, I understand there are people who don't celebrate Christmas. I'll get to that in a second. For me, Christmas is about spending time with family. And the older you get, the more precious that time becomes. I think about the Christmases when I was a kid and how cousins of mine would come from all over the country and we crowded at my house or crowded at my aunt and uncle's house. And there'd be kids all over the place and gifts being unwrapped and, and all these family members, all the aunts and uncles and older cousins around the table either playing cards or just drinking or, or, or talking shit or doing whatever it is that you do on Christmas as grown-ups. This is talking about grown folks back in the, back in the early to mid-1980s when I was a little, little kid or even the late 80s into the early 90s when I was a slightly older kid becoming a teenager. And I look at those days, and I just think about all the camaraderie. I mean, these are family members I wouldn't see but once or twice a year. Max. I might see him once in the summer and then Christmas. And it was just fun. And the older you get, you start to realize you lose people along the way. So every Christmas that I'm able to have my parents with me, my friends with me, the people in my life that I really hold dear and I really care about, that's all that really matters to me. I got my favorite Christmas songs. I got a bunch of them, actually. I mean, anybody who knows me knows, anybody who knows me knows, as soon as the Thanksgiving dinner is over, the Christmas music is coming on. Christmas decorations are coming out. I got a big-ass Christmas tree here in the JSC Radio Studios glowing right now. It's just something about it. It's something about turning on that TV and you hear this famous sound. And you just know, you know, you're about to get something special. Like either the Charlie Brown Christmas special, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, or Frosty the Snowman. Come on, dog. You know you love it, I love it, everybody loves it. Everybody's got a Christmas special out on TV. You turn on the radio and you're hearing Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. Hang all the mistletoe, I'm gonna get to know you better. This Christmas, and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. Christmas, the fireside's blazing bright. We're caroling through the night, and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Or you're you're turning on the radio and you're hearing the Temptations and their amazing version of Silent Night. There's three different versions of Give Love on Christmas Day. The Temptations, the Jackson 5, and Johnny that I really roll with. It's like this time of year, especially in a year like this, you have to have something to go back to. You have to. So yeah, when I see a Christmas tree up, I smile. I, I take pictures. I'll take pictures of Christmas trees. I love Christmas ornaments. I love doing all this all, all this cool shit. I 
Christmas stockings hanging, and if I, if I had a yard to put them in, I'd have Christmas lights outside my door. I would. I got desk decorated. It's just how it works for me. I send out Christmas cards, even in this day and age where we text each other and email each other, and we're so impersonal. I will sit down and write out Christmas cards and mail them, because that's what I do. As I've gotten older, Christmas has become that holiday where I'm thankful for the people I have. And yeah, I like to clean up on some gift cards and some gifts and whatnot. But I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for where I I'm thankful for being here another year. I'm thankful for my mother being here another year. I'm thankful for my dad being here another year. Especially in a year like this where people have lost family members. They've lost parents. They've lost brothers. They've lost sisters, aunts, uncles, children. Jeez. So the older I get, the more grateful I am for Christmas. And I just think about it, ever since I got into radio, which was coming up on the 12-year anniversary of that in a couple of weeks. That's, 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 rather, that's rather crazy. I've always had an affinity for Christmas. First quote-unquote Christmas show I did was in 2005 when I was working in Lansing. And I said it then, and I'll say it again. Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy Hanukkah to my Jewish friends. Because I feel that doesn't get noted enough. And Hanukkah begins on Christmas Eve this year. It's always weird because Hanukkah will begin sometimes the early part of December. Sometimes Hanukkah don't start to Christmas Day. It's kind of weird. But you know what? I'll just get into it now that I stopped and thought about it. For the better part of the last maybe 15, 20 years, the phrase happy holidays and season's greetings, even though people were saying season's greetings back in the 80s, but happy holidays has become this thing. It's become this issue. It's become this crucible that people die on. Do I have an issue with people saying happy holidays? Yes, I do. But it's not for the reason that a lot of the zipper heads do. It's not for the reason that a lot of conservatives do. My reasoning for having an issue with Happy Holidays doesn't go to the, oh, it's a war on Christmas. They're trying to make it illegal to say Merry Christmas. It's a war on Christmas. It's disrespectful to Christmas. Shut up, you. It ain't got nothing to do with the non-existent war on Christmas. The war on Christmas is like the tooth fairy and unicorns and voter fraud. It doesn't exist. The reason I have an issue with Happy Holidays is not because it's seen as a substitute for Merry Christmas. My issue with Happy Holidays is we don't really acknowledge the other holidays. You notice that? I think part of the reason people bristle so much over that isn't as much that they're just saying Happy Holidays instead of saying Merry Christmas. It just comes off like it's censoring out the term Merry Christmas because... All you see are Christmas decorations. Even out here on the East Coast. I've been living on the East Coast for a little more than two years now. Spent the first 35 years of my life in the Midwest, in Michigan. In Michigan, you don't see Hanukkah decorations, period. Midwest, you don't see them unless you're in one of the ethnic enclaves in like Chicago or you're just outside of Detroit and Oak Park. There might be Jewish neighborhoods and Jewish areas, but you don't see a big-ass inflatable menorah or a huge friggin' dreidel sitting in somebody's yard. It wasn't until I got to the East Coast that when I went into a Target, there is a section that has Hanukkah stuff. And you know what? Even though I'm probably the worst Christian on earth, you know what? Not only was I not offended, quote unquote, to see a Hanukkah display, I thought it was dope. I really thought it was cool. Because at least you're acknowledging the other holidays. Or holiday in this case. Hanukkah is just as big a deal as Christmas. It's just that, you know, as we do, we try to prioritize being Christian over anything else. And Hanukkah's a big deal. 
especially out here in the East Coast in places like New York and New Jersey and Philadelphia. There's a lot of Jewish areas up here, and people celebrate Hanukkah. Plus, I met a lot of Jewish people. They're super cool. When I was in elementary school, there was a young man, and his name was Jeffrey Shank. I won't forget his name. His name was Jeffrey Shank. Real cool little squirrely dude. He was Jewish. And I remember, I was in the second grade, and Jeffrey was telling us about Hanukkah. Now, you understand, this is 1986. Jesus, it's 30 years ago. My God. That was 1986. And Jeffrey brings a dreidel with him to class because he was explaining what Hanukkah is. Most of us didn't know what Hanukkah was. We would randomly see something like a menorah. We're like, oh, it's just the, you know, the, the funny candle that Jewish people use for Hanukkah. I didn't know how to spell it. To be truthfully honest, I didn't know how to spell Hanukkah until about five years ago. But I didn't know how to spell Hanukkah. We didn't know what the hell Hanukkah was about. And Jeffrey came in there, and he brought all sorts of really cool stuff and explained what Hanukkah was, and he pulled out that dreidel. And, I mean, yeah, you pull out a dreidel in a room full of black Christian kids who don't know anything about Hanukkah. He's like, oh, that thing looks like a spinning top. And he told us about what each little symbol on the dreidel meant. And, of course, unfortunately, kind of devolved into us, you know, spinning this thing around and treating it like, a, like, like dice, but that's not good. We're not going to go into that. But being exposed to that, and this is in Detroit in 1986, when Detroit was still, at that time, relatively diverse, where you had black people. I mean, I had a, my classmates, I had, I had Jeffrey, I had, a, I had Puerto Ricans who were classmates of mine. We had people of all races and all, all sorts of backgrounds. So you got to understand it. And I think part of the problem that this society has, and trust me, as we, as we found out this year, this country especially has a lot of problems. But one of the biggest problems this country has is that we refuse, absolutely refuse, to see things from someone else's point of view. And no, that's not what you're thinking. Just understanding the way of life people live. Not everybody is Christian. Not everybody is Jewish. Not everybody is Muslim. Not everybody's black. Not everybody's white. There's all different kinds of Latinos. And we all have different ways and customs and things that we do that are a part of our daily lives. So this notion that, oh, I'm going to make everybody say Merry Christmas. The hell you are. I was never the biggest fan of the phrase Happy Holidays myself. But if it's just to piss off a bunch of ignorant people, I will put on an ugly Christmas sweater with the words Happy Holidays across it and drawn up with a string of lights just to drive you nuts. This country is diverse. This world is diverse. And if somebody doesn't celebrate Christmas, that's their thing. What am I going to do, begrudge them? That's why I say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah to my Jewish friends. For those brothers out there celebrating Kwanzaa, to you hoteps, big up to you. That's what my thing is about Happy Holidays. It's not that I don't feel that people shouldn't be able to celebrate what they want. And I sure as hell don't feel like it's censoring Christmas. But if... You're going to insist upon saying happy holidays ad nauseum. And instead of calling it a Christmas party, you call it a holiday party. And instead of calling it a Christmas sweater, you call it a holiday sweater. And instead of a Christmas tree, you call it a holiday tree. Even though, thankfully, that, now that is the one thing I did have a big issue with. It's a, it's a damn Christmas tree. But if you're going to do that, you're going to insist upon calling it a holiday stocking and holiday lights and holiday decorations. Can I see some other holidays? Don't put up a big sign saying happy holidays and then fill the room full of Christmas decorations. If you're going to tell me happy holidays, I want to see a menorah. 
I want to see some dreidels. I want to see those red, black, and green candles start rolling on out. Let's get silly with it. Let's embrace them all. If you're going to say happy holidays, go all in. If you're not, then just say Merry Christmas and keep it moving. But what you're not going to do one way or the other is try to force your belief system upon somebody else because that never works. You're not going to make people say Merry Christmas if that's not what they observe. Just like if someone says Happy Hanukkah to me, this is the thing I've never really understood. People get get offended when someone doesn't celebrate Christmas. If, If a Jewish gentleman walked up on me and mentioned Happy Hanukkah, I'm not going to get offended. I don't celebrate Hanukkah. Okay, but happy Hanukkah to you, sir. And I keep it pushing. Someone says Merry Christmas. God damn it, Merry Christmas. How it works. We live in a country and in a world that's about to go through something very uncomfortable. We want to use every bit of time we have left as a country that can at least treat each other with some modicum of respect to just do it. So in the next few days, you see a Christmas tree or you see a menorah or you see a whatever they call the candles for Kwanzaa. Is it bad that I'm black and I really don't understand Kwanzaa? It's, I know, it's awful, it's terrible, I just don't get it. But apparently, this is the 50th anniversary of Kwanzaa, so I probably should have a bit of an understanding. I am black, right? I I should kind of have an understanding of what Kwanzaa is, but I don't. But if you happen to celebrate and observe Kwanzaa, habaragani. All right, I guess that's what you're supposed to say. Look, man, all I do this show for, aside from, you know, at least allowing myself to talk to myself and get something out of it, is to be able to hopefully reach one or two people. Over this year, I've been able to reach a ton more. This is going to be the final original episode of 2016. You're about to get a couple of best of episodes as we head into 2017. One of them is going to be the best of sports takes, the best or weirdest or wackiest sports takes I gave this year. Another one, we'll touch on the more controversial topics. Controversial to who? Who knows? But the issues in 2016 that really stood out, you know, minus you-know-who, because he ain't getting no more free airtime on this show unless it's absolutely vital. Also, coming in early January, there'll be a best of featuring the best of interviews. So you'll hear from Adrian Lawrence and Lara Witt and Janae Darden one more time. I want to thank you guys for this. It's been really cool to be able to do this in 2016. And going forward into 2017, here's hoping that JSC Radio really begins to grow and get a spark and catch on. I I, I, I talk about Christmas, as I'll close this out, I talk about Christmas as being more about family to me more than ever. I'm 37 years old. I don't look it. I'm 37, and every year that passes, every day that passes, you never know who's going to be there the next year for Christmas, and the next year after that, and the next year after that. So you want to take every opportunity you can, and just make sure, and I always say this at the end of every show, I tell you to take care, and God bless, and always dare to be different, but especially take care of yourselves. Don't drink and drive. This is the last time I'm going to talk to you before New Year's, too. So on New Year's Eve, don't go out there and do something stupid. Don't be Michael Floyd, formerly the Arizona Cardinals, now of the New England Patriots. Oy, that's something that I will be holding for the first 2017 show, by the way. If you're going to drink, call an Uber. Or hit up the app, grab an Uber. Or call a friend. I don't drink. I used to be Winston Wolf when I was at Michigan State University. I was pulling people out of problems because I don't drink. Call a friend to take the designated driver and help them keep your ass out of jail or out of a casket. Behave yourselves. Have fun. 
after the year we've had in 2016, I can't afford to lose any of you guys. So stay with us, because we got a fight coming for the next few years. And I want to make sure we're all here to come out on the other side together. Take care of yourself. God bless. Always dare to be different. Always have your pets spayed or neutered. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy New Year to all of y'all. We will see you in 2017 with our next original episode of the People's Podcast. This is JSC Radio. I'll see your ass in 2017. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Check it out. This is JSC Radio.